Welcome to Morning Commute. I'm Brad Doles. And I am Sam Albert. You know, Brad and I have been friends for many years. Uh, that's true. Probably, I don't know, five or more. And we've built this friendship on making conversations that we talk about basically anything we can think about. It's like no topic is off the table. And so we wanted to open that up and share that kind of talk with other people. Yeah. So we devised this podcast. It's a 20 to 30 minute podcast in which we just kind of freeform talk about the things that we talk about all the time. We hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the morning commute. Hi, Sam. Hi. How's it going? I'm pretty good. How are you doing? I'm doing just Jim Dandy. Want to hit the voicemail box? Yes, please. All right, let's go. You know what I really love about the the vaccine microchip tracking theory is the fact that most of these people that say they won't get the vaccine because they don't want a tracking microchip all carry around their cell phone with them every day that clearly explicitly has tracking features built into it but they don't seem to give a dang about that it's hilarity oh my goodness yeah there's a funny story that comes along with that too i want to hear it uh, so i've had to do grocery shopping for my mom right and I've wanted her. So prior to, to coronavirus world, I was already doing grocery shopping for my mom because she broke her leg and she basically has been quarantined since the very beginning, since before coronavirus, because she had a broken leg. So I would go over to her house and get a shopping list. This shopping list has been exactly the same for, <laughs> for I don't know, I think it was beginning of February when I first started doing shopping for her. Uh -huh. Despite that, every time I go to go shopping, it's a 45 minute experience of explaining every item on the shopping list that is exactly the same as I bought the previous week. So, so when this coronavirus world came about and I didn't want to have to deal with that, decided, all right, I'm going to put a shopping list online so that she can fill out the list and then I can go to it and I don't have to stop by and and like be in contact with her to hear all the different things about the list. Now, this is only half worked because she usually gives me a phone call to explain everything about on the list. But at least we're not in close proximity when this, this conversation happens. This is all a way to say that when I made this list, what I wanted to do was make it so that I could put it on a Google Doc and then she could sign in and it would be secure because, because she could use her Google lock to sign in but she doesn't use email anymore because in the contract for the email you have to sign a thing that says that they're allowed to track you and she doesn't want to be tracked by her phone my mother's phone is a flip phone that looks like it was made in like the early 90s <laughs> she she uses old 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 technology so there is zero possibility that they could track her on her phone because the technology just doesn't exist in her phone so she exists in a weird bubble where both she doesn't want she doesn't want to give into this technology because it could track her and also she doesn't have the technology anyway so there's no there's no reason to not sign in. Right. Uh, so what I ended up doing is having an unsecure web document that if you know the the 
link you can anybody can get to it and change the shopping list which doesn't matter because it's my mom's shopping list i could almost recite it to you i liked that in the beginning and this lasted for a while she would cut the labels off of stuff yeah she actually did that because i asked her to oh she did okay good 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 because in her weird needing precise things i didn't right. want to get the the wrong precise thing and so far mm -hmm. i've been fine but that's kind of all i have to say about that do you want to go on to the next voicemail or do you have something else to say about it i just want to say something that's akin to what eric was pointing out sort of the hypocrisy of i won't get the vaccine because it has the chip in it and i'll be tracked but i'll use my phone i have a friend i love her dearly she's very very christian and she was my Bible study teacher when I was, you know, trying to find faith. And there were times in, in the Bible study where I remember they were saying, well, yes, the Bible is accurate and people lived to be 900 years old back then. But then after the flood, things changed, our DNA changed, and now we can't live as long. Things that just seemed really outrageous to me, or I was talking about school shootings. Uh, we were talking, we were watching this Focus on the Family video about Satan and hell and heaven. And, and I said, well, but does God make distinctions between evil and mental illness? So if someone's schizophrenic and they shoot up a school, that's mental illness. That's not coming from an evil place. Will God say, okay, I'm gonna have mercy on this person because he, he or she was mentally ill. And they said, well, yes, but we don't necessarily believe in mental illness. We think a lot of what's passed off as mental illness is really demonic warfare. And I was like, Wow, well, interesting that demonic warfare can be silenced with Haldol and good medic and lithium. But I, of course, I didn't say it. But then one day, so I was listening to this, I was thinking, this sound, I can't, these are decent, educated people. I don't know how they can believe this. But yet, we were taking a walk one day, and I was telling her about a friend of mine who's a Jehovah's Witness. And she goes, oh, yeah, no, they believe some crazy stuff. And I remember thinking, wow, crazier than the fact that we used to live to be 900 years old until our DNA changed yeah. after a flood that God imposed because he was disgusted with the people he created. It was so interesting to me. That that blindness that you can have for, for the nutball stuff in your thing. You know, they're doing mental gymnastics to even make it. There's nothing in the Bible that says any genetics was changed or anything like that. They just made that up, you know, like the rest of the Bible. But, but, now, can I say? Go ahead. No, you go. I'm sorry. But they're willing to look past their weirdo stuff and say somebody else's weirdo stuff is crazy. And I will say in my friend's defense, she said, I'm sure some people look at what I believe and think it's nuts, but these people are really out there. Yeah. She doesn't believe it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I anticipate this one being good. <laughs> Man, so <laughs> sometimes, as an atheist myself, sometimes I I find myself really wishing that Jesus would appear and and come back and say, "Hey, I'm Jesus. It it really is the end of days. Uh, time to you know take my message and 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 separate the, the the good from the bad people and 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 get moving up to heaven or down to hell or whatever because i really feel like there would be a whole lot of people very surprised by the side they ended up on <laughs> just i just feel like there's a lot of far what right uh fake christians that would would sp probably specifically reject jesus uh, I suspect this next one is connected, so we'll play it as well. Okay. 
Oh my goodness. Good stuff this morning, guys. Uh, the Nuka Zeus part one episode today. And I will say, um, Sam did try and defend me a little bit that I may have vetted Nuka Zeus. I did not. I was going mostly off of pay money Wubby's reactions and then went and watched some of Nuka Zeus's channel. Um, so I didn't do a whole bunch of research. Some quick Google searches on is Nuka Zeus real found some other information that you may have looked up yourself by now uh, where he actually did serve some jail time for attempting to kill <laughs> white people. I believe that was one of the things I saw. Um, and I think maybe what Brad was seeing and, and thinking was makeup may have been some scarring due to the injections. I feel super privileged this week. It seems like it's been, it seems like it's been a week of my voicemails and, uh, Hey, I appreciate the props, uh, for, for putting my voice out, out there. Um, man, just keep up the great podcasting. I'm really enjoying listening to you guys, uh, and, uh, love it. Just Go, go, go. You know, I don't have a whole lot of evidence that there's much more than Eric listening to us out there. I was just going to say, I, I appreciate that he thinks maybe we had to say, well, we're going to put the others on the back burner to get Eric. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? We have all of these other voicemails that we could listen to. But let's just push Eric to the top of the pile. <laughs> Actually, now you've probably made it into that bucket since you... <laughs> since. <laughs> since you've become our number one fan okay so the the first one uh hey zeus was kind of uh, talking about the uh the the people like if god came back who he would choose and, and mm -hmm. that, do you have anything to comment on that yes okay so here's what i think is so interesting because well two things one is my father was a very layered man but one of the things that's interesting is that towards the beginning of the end of his life, he became very religious. Um, if you consider extreme Presbyterianism, very religious. But I mean, his whole life was centered around church and his license plate was a Bible, you know, it was like Mark 13, 7 or you know what I mean? I mean, his whole thing. But then when he got really sick, it was sort of like the beginning of his decline. Um, he still got up and went to church every week, even though by that point, it was really difficult for him to get dressed and get out of the house. And he said, I have to go because I'm afraid. I'm afraid. I don't want God to call me any closer. And he was so terrified of dying. And I thought that that was so interesting because he always used to talk about what a devout man he was, what a good man he was, how much he loved Jesus and wanted to live like Jesus. But it was a small window into the idea that maybe he knew that he wasn't as Christ-like even now as he hoped himself to be. Yeah, that's very interesting. I'm curious what you have to say about this because you reminded me of something that I thought of this. And you haven't heard this yet. Someone who grew up on the same block as I lived on, and you might have seen this in the news. I don't watch the news, so I don't know. Someone who lived on the same block as we lived when I was growing up, very close to our family, drowned this week. Mm, no. she, she was on a paddleboard at some lake, and she drowned. <gasps> and, that, you know, she's basically the same age as me and my sister. I think it was on this podcast that I was talking about when I used to play with Angie, I would be the voice of all of the stuffed animals. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. When I think of those incidences, I think of this girl that, that died. 
because she was like in that play group, you know. What was interesting to me about this is this death really struck my sister and really struck my mom really hard. Oh. Like they they cried really, really hard from this. And it's hard for me to connect why from their perspective. From someone like my perspective, I could know because that's the the end of a life. But from their perspective, well, that's just a little time before I get to see them again. You know what I mean? Yes. What What is your perspective on that? I think that's so interesting. I, I hadn't thought of it like that. And I think it's such a valid point. If you believe that this is kind of the trial period, you know, this is a trial to be here. And that in the afterlife, it's paradise. Why wouldn't you be thrilled? It would be like someone getting a promotion. Yeah, it's a very, it, it most be null, you know, like yeah. why just, yeah. just really, this really wrenches at you and oh, I'm so sad and horrible. I want to make sure people know, I do think that, I do think that it's a sad event and it's horrible. I don't understand for the perspective of a believer why it's horrible. Right. Um, and maybe one of those could explain it to me, but I don't know. And I wasn't about to ask them because I don't want to hear it from them. Yeah. My theory, here's a, just a, a gut, like throwing this out there. Maybe their thought is, well, I'm not weeping for her, right? Because I know she's in heaven. I'm weeping for us who go on without her and it's going to be a while before we get to see her again. We're going to miss her here. But she, yeah. I know that she's in a better place and she's running in paradise and we're still slogging it here. And that's sad without her. Yeah, I think there's a bit of that. I don't trust it. Mm -hmm. I I don't have a good reason to believe this, but my gut says that it's a little bit of crack of disbelief coming through that dam. It's a little bit of shining on, I don't actually believe what I say I believe. Yeah. I, I think that's the end of her life. Oh, oh, wow. And then you got to wonder, and maybe I'm reading way too much into this, is the grief really about her or is a portion of the grief a grief over what they tell themselves they believe? Mm, I don't think that. I don't think they think that deep into it. Okay. Hmm. But I think that's why you hear so often, you know, oh, but they're in a better place. Oh, every time someone dies. Oh, but they're in a better place because we need to like patch up that little hole <laughs> that's seeping through, which so by the way, is said about anybody who dies. No one ever says, well, we hope they're in a better place, but who are we to judge? Because <laughs> there's definitely been a couple of funerals of people in my own family where that should have been like, eh, you know, 50-50, maybe they're in a better place. Can I just tell you, um, and maybe this is a discussion for another time, but at my father's funeral, it was so hard for me. You know, at weddings, when they're like, if anybody sees a reason why these people should not be in people, have, I object. There were moments during eulogies from other people where I wanted to stand up and be like, yeah, I can I have a rebuttal to that. You know, and they would say these things about what a great man he was or all these great things he did. Then I wanted to be like, yeah. he disowned his children. Ah, he cheated on my mother. Ah, he embezzled from his company. You know what I mean? There are things that I wanted to get out there. Yeah, I'll have hot. to say I've been part of, unfortunately, many deaths now. Um, mm -hmm. Some of them scarily, like one of one of the ones that I can think of, someone significantly younger than me, you know, and I have to bite my tongue every time. And I feel this and it, I could see easily where somebody who isn't in my position, even an atheist would say, like, how could you even say that? That's that's horrible to think that. And that is 
whenever someone says, you know, we know they're in a better place now, I, I want to stand up and yell, no, we don't know that. Like you, you missed your chance. If there was something you wanted to say to this person, all bets are off now. And it's better that you know that in your heart so you can treat the people who are still here on earth with that same respect. You don't mm -hmm. get to say, I'll tell them later because this is it. But you can't say that to them at that point because it, that would be heartless. And I understand it would be heartless, but it's what's like in my heart at that point in time when it's like screaming out, don't believe that because this is all you have. Yeah. Now, as someone who is kind of a nihilist and um, also has a tendency to be kind of depressed, I prefer saying, well, he's no longer suffering <laughs> instead of he's in a better place. Well, that's accurate, though. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have so a problem long, with that. I have so a good. problem with he's in a better place because it gives us on earth an out of, I, I still have a second chance. Mm -hmm. And I think mm -hmm. it's better to feel that loss of, you don't, you should have done something now. One of the things that I thought was so useful, and tell me if I'm going way off into the weeds, but during my journey toward atheism, we were talking and you were saying you didn't understand. I remember bringing this up in my Bible study group where you were saying you didn't understand if there was a heaven, why would we be judged on this minute amount of time on earth? If paradise is infinite and, and endless, um, and it's all of eternity that we're spending there, why are we getting graded on the quote half hour that we spend here on earth? Yeah. Yeah. And less than that. Like if all of eternity is a day, the time that we spend in that day is a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a second. Mm -hmm. And, that's, and that's, that's an exaggeration because eternity is eternity. Right. And I wish into this, I don't know if I blocked it out, but I can't remember what my Bible study teacher said in response to that. I know why. There wasn't a good answer. Because it was dumb. <laughs> never good <sighs> always mysterious ways always mysterious ways all right let's see here um the next thing was on nuka zeus i think it's fair to say we don't really have to comment on that one because i don't think he's heard the he will by the time he hears this episode but by, oh that's right by the time i have to post that i've edited them by the time he sends this sent this voicemail out he hasn't heard our our revision of Nuka Zeus. There's a Nuka Zeus 2 and a Nuka Zeus 3. Yeah. It's a trilogy. It's a Nuka trilogy. Yeah. You don't have to say that like, just wait, because this happens People after that. <laughs> so he already knows that by now, Sam. Uh, <laughs> and then the last one in all these voicemails that he said was thanks. And I just have to say, no, thank you, man. I, I think that it's great that you're out there leaving us voicemails and and I appreciate having a fan out there. And, and I mean, I just, mean it 100% that, that even just like one person who even cares that we're making these is great. And Eric had emailed something, you know, I had been complaining about self-loathing and, and disappointment and he emailed something to, to us that you sent on to me that was a beautiful um, helpful kind of thing he found on reddit about how to operate and kind of work through self-loathing and really get things done in the process mm -hmm. how to be active to step out of self-loathing and so just eric if you're listening right now and i i'm i i think you are because you might be your only listener um you have no idea how much uh how good that made me feel how focused that made me feel and how 
much I enjoy the things you bring up because it takes our discussions to very different places. And so I'm really grateful for that. Yeah, I'd even say I think that that email was very much along the same lines as the way I think. And I still like bookmarked it as this is something I want to look back on again because it's it has points in there that are like, I want to make sure that that's the way that I think, you know? Mm-hmm. We need to do a podcast episode on that. I thought about that. I'll ha- we'll have to think about it because it's a long email. It's very long. And it's hard, to, it's hard to imagine me. It's hard for me to imagine someone just listening to us read three podcast those three paragraphs prior to actually doing the episode you know it's like giving everybody else homework you need to read this thing so we're going to comment on it what if we read it like leprechaun (laughs) would that make it more interesting (laughs) um see our racist episode Um, but I think that that's about all I had to say. And I do, I mean, I sincerely thanks Eric and thanks to anybody who, who listens to this podcast and, and thinks that it's worth listening to because I'm enjoying it. And I know if nothing else, sometimes our lives get busy enough that these are the only times right now that Sam and I even talk. So it's, it's nice to have that excuse. I agree. And can I just say this? One of the things I'm proud of with this is that these legitimately are the things we talk about when we hang out. We would have, before all this corona stuff, epic dinners and walks where we would talk about all of these things, everything from religion to love to um neuroses to food to just everything and it's just really cool to have other people um in on it so thank you for being a part of it yeah and with that i will say if you want to be more even a part of it anybody can send us a voicemail by going to anchor.fm forward slash morning commute sam brad or look us up on the anchor app you can also email us at any time at morning commute sam brad at gmail.com yeah and you can find our podcast on any place basically that they have podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You can subscribe to it anywhere. Um, thank you very much, Sam. Thank you so much. This was one of my favorites actually, because we covered a lot of ground. <laughs> and uh, thanks to everyone listening. Bye-bye. Bye.